Welcome to the International Labour Organization's Global Business Network on Forced Labour's podcast. We are the Global Business Network bringing together businesses of all sizes and sectors and their representative organizations from around the globe to end forced labour. We have another interesting episode lined up where we continue to connect forced labour to other challenges such as climate change, illicit trade and child labour. This episode focuses on illicit trade. We're speaking to Dr. Ulrika Bonnier from the Transnational Alliance to Combat Illicit Trade, or Trace It, to understand more. Ulrika is the Director of Program in charge of the work on forced labour, child labour and human trafficking. Ulrika, could you briefly introduce Trace It for our listeners? Hi, Laura. Yes, so Trace It is a private sector initiative to mitigate the economic and social damages of illicit trade. We recognize that illicit trade is a global problem that cuts across diverse sectors. And we also recognize that the exploitation of legitimate supply chains and the global financial service uh, system that services it is common to most forms of illicit trade. So it's in many cases the same criminals that manipulate the same transit routes and online platforms and exploit the same governance gaps. So in our opinion, um, the interconnected nature of the problem also calls for a joined up response from all relevant stakeholders and solutions that would go beyond a specific problem or sector. So we built TraceIt to address illicit trade across 12 different sectors. And these range from everything from agri-foods, counterfeits, illicit pharma, um, to wildlife trade and human trafficking, to mention a few. And our work program um, has two primary objectives. We want to make businesses smarter and we want to make governments more effective. So under the making businesses uh, smarter, we do this by mobilizing the international business community to work collectively across industry sectors, um, build synergies and develop, promote and share mitigation tactics that uh, would apply to all forms of illicit trade. And for making governments more effective, we do this by promoting that holistic interconnected approach that I talked about. Um, to achieve more effective government controls on illicit trade. Um, TRACIT members are from diverse sectors, um, but they share two important commonalities. They're vulnerable to illicit trade, and they're committed to working with governments and sharing business know-how. We implement our work program by addressing common vulnerabilities, and these include air, sea, and land transport, express carriers, internet platforms, border control, corruption and customs, free trade zones, regulatory gaps, and also by exposing associated crimes. And this could be financial fraud, money laundering, human trafficking, organized crime and corruption. Um, we drive engagement with global governance bodies that provide input into the work programs of key IGOs, such as the World Customs Organization, World Trade Organization, and UN agencies such as UNCTAD, UNODC, and WIPO. And we also work with G20, OECD, and ASEAN um, to encourage uh, policy guidelines and standards that would better support the efforts of national governments. And then sort of finally, but also not at all uh, a side portion of what we do. We publish fact-based reports uh, to underpin our advocacy agenda and messages to governments. One report that I think um, is also relevant to our conversation today would be a mapping that we did on the impact of illicit trade on achieving the UN Sustainable Development Goals. We might talk a little bit more about that later. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ulrika. I really like that, making businesses smarter and governments more effective. 
And it's really highlighted <laughs> that this is a, a joint effort. Um, it obviously keeps you very busy. And I'm wondering if you can tell us a bit about the links between illicit trade, forced labor, child labor, and human trafficking, and a bit more what you're working on right now. So this is a really interesting area of work that we're embarking on um, with its focus on legal supply chains. ILO's recent work, along with the OECD, IOM and UNICEF, has been an important step to investigate forced labor at its root cause, meaning the underlying commercial activity that might create demand for forced labor and the unique complexities to identify this abuse in global supply chains. And this builds on all the efforts to date to increase transparency and protect human rights and labor rights. What hasn't been addressed is the illicit side or illegal supply chains. And this is key. Um, the ILO, OECD, IOM and UNICEF report, for example, points out that the informal economy is where the vast majority of child and forced labor occurs. So we believe that the next uh, logical step and perhaps the far greater challenge beyond forced labor and global supply chains is addressing forced labor in the informal sectors of the economy. Uh, and while not all parts of the informal economy are illicit, all forms of illicit trade are necessarily informal um, and they are unregulated, untaxed and fall outside of the rule of law. So we're looking into the role illegal actors are playing uh, in perpetuating forced labor for those that are already operating in the dark and running criminal organizations and circumventing national laws as well as international conventions, well, what's their labor record? How are they treating their workers? And what share of global forced labor estimates can be attributed to illicit operations? So this work will comprise the first ever study on the link between illicit trade and forced labor, child labor, and human trafficking. We're postulating that illicit trade creates demand for forced labor, child labor, and human trafficking, and then that governments can't mitigate or end forced labor, or in fact, they can't achieve their human rights objectives unless they address illicit trade. Um, so to look into this, we're going to do two things. First, it's an initial stock taking and collection of case studies that will be launched in a tracer report later this year. And then we're doing a large global data collection effort in partnership with our member companies and investigators, where information will draw from primary observations gathered from investigations of illicit operations. So understanding how and where forced labor occurs is really the first step to be able to effectively combat it. So we're digging deeper and looking at the problem beyond its occurrence in legal supply chains. That's fascinating. Thank you. And I think so much of what we do with the network is looking at root causes of forced labor. And so coming back to your point on, on looking at the informal economy, and this is where we do see a high concentration of forced labor. So that's looking forward to learning more about your work as you go along. Um, already, can you tell us uh, what can we hope to achieve by tackling illicit trade? Well, first and foremost, tackling illicit trade will contribute to the eradication of human rights abuses. So we would be eliminating a major driver of demand for forced labor, child labor, and human trafficking. And we think this would be a major accomplishment. But on top of that, all steps uh, governments take to eliminate illicit trade will deliver dividends by salvaging economic growth and growing legitimate jobs, plugging tax leakages, reducing the costs and clearing the way to achieving the UN SDGs, and mitigating the environmental degradation associated with most forms of illicit trade. 
We recently published a report that found that every single one of the 17 UN SDGs are negatively impacted by illicit trade. And these goals, um, uh, these are the goals that governments around the globe have agreed on as a blueprint for a better tomorrow. And with rampant uh, illicit trade around the world, we, we simply won't get there. So here's for the longer response then. Um, but first, like I said, it would contribute towards um, human rights improvements as we would be eliminating a major driver of demand for forced labor, child labor, and human trafficking. By combating illicit trade, we're also eliminating a major drain on the economy. Illicit trade is a multi-billion dollar industry that accounts for somewhere between 8 and 15% of global GDP and lost taxes of all kinds, be that corporate, sales, personal income, excise, and value added, they rob governments of much needed revenues intended for schools, infrastructure, and other public services. And also economic growth and promotion of employment in legal and decent jobs uh, in the formal economy are also an important factor here. And this is compared to illegal operators that are in fact competing without contributing and unleveling the playing field. Because these illegal uh, enterprises sidestep compliance with tax, health, safety, and security stand, uh, standards, they are able to effectively compete with legitimate companies, particularly SMEs, capturing portions of their market and in some instances driving them out of business. And this unfair competition creates higher levels of unemployment and feeds informal markets and underground sectors. So, for example, Imagine an enterprise that didn't pay any salaries, right? Putting the human rights implications of that aside, how is the legal sector going to compete on price against that? We'd also uh, see improvements on consumer safety. Just taking, uh, we're in 2021 right now, so just taking that fake vaccines circulating on the dark web as an example, but also looking at something like fake toys that haven't passed any safety checks and then end up in the mouth of a toddler. Um, it would contribute towards environmental sustainability. Um, and I know that you're going to talk to other um, people during this podcast as well. When we don't have illegal logging and deforestation or overexploitation of the oceans. Um, and finally, illicit trade in all its forms uh, is a significant contributor to funding organized crime and even terrorism. So taking all of this together, we're effectively talking about the goals mapped out by the UN or the UN SDGs. And every single one of the 17 SDGs are negatively impacted by illicit trade. And we need to address illicit trade if we're to meet them. So this was a very long response, but getting back to your question, uh, what we can hope to achieve by addressing illicit trade, I think this is gonna sound uh, like a gross simplification or exaggeration, but a safer, more just and sustainable world. Absolutely, not a simplification at all. I think if that's what we're aiming for, and particularly as you're saying, good for business, good for workers, good for governments. Um, so it's a no brainer in that way. And tell us, where can we find a bit more about uh, Tracet's work? We can visit our website, traceit.org, where we also have a newsletter you can sign up for to stay in the loop of what we're up to. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at traceit underscore org, and then LinkedIn. There you just search for Transnational Alliance to Combat Illicit Trade, and we should pop up. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ulrika. It's so nice to have you with us today. This is 
is a podcast from the International Labour Organization's Global Business Network on Forced Labour. Visit our website on flbusiness.network for more information. I am the coordinator of the network, Laura Green. Thank you for joining us and look out for our next episode.